What's up, what's up, what's up, man? Let's get it. Damn. I was looking for something to drink. What's going on, Chocolate Girl? Hi, everybody. Chocolate Girl's here. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Vegas Hockey Hub in the building. Y'all also know him as Ian Raquelli. Rock on. Absolutely, Ian Kelly from the sports entertainment capital of the world. You see a leading stadium right behind me. Of course, I'm in the greatest city to ever exist, Las Vegas, Nevada. So you know. Yeah, what up, JD? JD in the building. We got JD in the house. What's happening? OG in the house as usual. You understand? <laughs> uh, Ron, let's start with them trash ass players, Ryan. Um, I. I can't believe the the Lakers. They got fell by Denver. They got fell. You cannot even win one they, game. They got what? What you say they got? The broom. <laughs> Let me go get the broom, somebody. Huh? Back to you, Dennis. I can't okay. believe. Okay, chocolate girl. What you got over there, chocolate girl? Okay. So, um, I have uh, the Lakers as a whole for losing the game, losing the series, and getting swept. I mean, they, they couldn't even win one, not one game, not one. It just looks like to me they could have at least won one. Um also, um, I don't want to say the ref, so I'll just go on and say uh, I don't know what's going on with the Celtics. I'm kind of glad that they're losing, but and I love the Heat, but I did not expect them to be up 3-0, um, just like the Denver Nuggets were. So I'm going to say the Celtics, not sure what's going on with them. 
um, especially the coach. I, I think the coach does not make timely and correct adjustments. I can't even remember what his name is now, but um, I think he needs Joe, Joe Missoula. Yeah, Missoula. But the one thing that I did learn today that I didn't realize is he had only had three years of being an assistant coach experience, and now he's a head coach. So his inexperience is, is showing. I'll say that. Um, I think I'll just leave that for that right now. I'm having a chocolate girl moment later, so I'll save all the rest for that moment. Okay, okay. And Kelly, what you got going on over there? Now, I could go the usual route and talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, talk about them being swept by Denver. You know, I could kind of, you know, predict the Boston Celtics and them being absolutely embarrassed by the Miami Heat. I could do that. You know, if I really wanted to, I could go to the NHL world and talk about a bunch of teams that have been acting terrible in the in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But I'm going to actually mention one player because I actually found out that he might get suspended for half a season, and that is uh, John Morant. Uh, to me, John Morant, him losing that much money over for the second time, you having that incident, and I got to say that's my trash-ass player. I mean, just keep in mind that John Morant signed a five-year deal a hundred and ninety-four million dollar contract, and by the way, if anyone wants to do quick math, that's near thirty-four million dollars a year for John Morant. And you're going to sacrifice how much just because you wanted to go on Instagram Live and show off? And you know, so I wasn't on Talk Your Ish last week, but I just wanted to point that out: how much money John Morant is sacrificing because he has to give up all that money if he does get suspended for that much mm-hmm. next year. So, to me, that's my trash-ass player. It's John Morant and the millions he's going to have to give up uh, for going on Instagram Live and doing what he did. Okay. Uh, My trash-ass player, I'm going to have to say, is the fight that happened Saturday night. You know, uh, Lomachenko was fighting Devin Haney. And it's not really the fighters. It was more so the judges on how they scored the fight. And a lot of people, including myself, felt as though either Lomachenko won that fight or it was a draw. That's just the way, you know, I feel it. So that is my trash. I appreciate it, Josh. I appreciate it. got Sports Angle logo on it. The sports Angle on the polo. So. There you go. Got to get it all done. Okay. All right, let's get to these certified players, man. Um, My certified player this week is Jim Brown. And I, I've been hearing he just was a football player. No, he wasn't. He was more than a football player. He was an actor, uh, a leader, a civil rights. Leader, he was more than just a football player. Put some respect on that man's name. So that myself I played this week, Dennis. Okay. Uh what you got over there? Chocolate girl with certified player. You're muted. You're muted. You're muted. Unfortunately, I'm mute. Unfortunately. I'm going to piggyback off of what Ryan said. And uh, rest in peace, Jim Brown. Jim Brown was the greatest um, running back ever. I know he was a fullback, whatever you want to call him. He was the greatest. And um, Eric Spolstra is on my certified list. Um for him to take this team and beat the number one seed Celtics the way that they are beating them, it's, yeah, it's the way that they're beating them. They're not the better team. But Missoula is getting outcoached by Eric Spolstra. No one talks about Eric Spolstra. 
In fact, the only thing that I was hearing over the last couple of years is he can't quite get it done. And I'm sorry, but I think they've been to the finals now, what, two out of the last four years and something like that. So yeah, what's up? I, I, they're doing a really good job. Um, I'm going to give it to Jimmy Butler, too. He surprised some people. I thoroughly enjoyed it when he said, you know, we really don't we really don't care if y'all don't, you know, believe in us. We really don't. <laughs> and I like that in him. So um let me see there was somebody else. Uh well, that's it. the love that they showed Jim Brown, I thought was very special this week. Oh, shout out to Ryan Clark, who won an award for his work at ESPN. So that's my Pittsburgh Steeler dude, um, veteran or retiree. So shout out to Ryan Clark. Back to you, Dennis. And uh, I will say when it comes to uh, my, when it comes to my certified player, to kind of piggyback off of Sharon and off of Ron, I got to go with the greatest football player of all time, the GOAT, and that's Jim Brown. Uh, I've been saying that for years now, mm-hmm. that when you look at his accomplishments, what he did not only college football but in the NFL, I mean, this is a guy who was an all-pro pretty much every year he was in the league, which is unheard of. You never, you're never going to really ever see that. See a guy be an all-pro, you know, the, third, the best, the second-best player at his position every year he was in the league. Yeah, I was, he was he was in the league nine years. He was all pro eight. He led well, the hey, league. Still eight out of nine though. I mean yeah, that's still he, quite impressive. No, no, no. I'm just just for accuracy. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. And he also led the league in rushing in yards mm-hmm. per carry. He did. He did. I also got to give props to him. By the way, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's in the College Football Hall of Fame. His number retired by Syracuse. He's in the Cleveland Browns Ring of Honor, and mm-hmm. he's in the Lacrosse Hall of Fame as well right. because of what he did at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. So I gotta say, for Jim Brown, he had one heck of a career. I also can't forget that he was a captain in the U.S. Army as well, which I think is very credible. That the you know when he left, he was a captain. So Jim Brown had one heck of a career, you know, for what he did as an activist, as a player, and what he did throughout his life. And man, eighty-seven years. I mean, he he had, he had he had a long one. So, yeah. Hey, uh, Dennis. Dennis, you mute. We can't hear you. Glad y'all said Jim Brown. That was a good one. Um, show today we rest in peace to Jim Brown. But my certified player, I'm going to say, is Carmelo Anthony for retiring yesterday. Shout out to Melo. Stay Melo, as he would say. Um, I also want to give a certified play out there to Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford. The fight is official July 29th in Vegas. The fight is official. Woo, it's going to be a good summer. Can't wait, wait. Is it going to be at a Legion or is it going to be a T-Mobile? I think that fight should be at a Legion, personally. Because most boxing fights here are at uh, T-Mobile. Like most boxing right. fights here in Vegas are at T-Mobile. So, I I I think it should be at Allegiant person. I I think they should take you back to the old school, the MGM. Oh, MGM Grand Garden Arena. Yep. Oh, I don't think I hold. I don't think I hold enough people for that type of money. I think. <laughs> well, it was somebody else. I'm missing. I miss. I said the certified Jim Brown fight, Melo, uh, Nikolo Jokic, the Joker, can't the Denver Nuggets. Goddamn, that listen, there's nothing you can say about them boys, man. They've been number one all year. They've been number one all year for a reason. Now they're in the finals, first time ever. Shout out to Denver for that. Uh, who else was there certified that I was going to put? I think that was it. That was it. That was all I had certified. We're going to wait to see what's going to happen soon because first question I got for everybody here and the people yeah. in the comments, 
Are the Celtics going to get swept too? Yes. 100%. Boston yes. Celtics are going to get swept by Miami. It's going to be Miami versus Denver. Both teams sweeping in the conference finals. Uh, where were the Celtics at, Dennis? Celtics was number two in the East. And where were, where were Miami at, Dennis? Miami started off number seven, lost the play into Atlanta, went to number eight. I think they lost that play in purposely, though. Miami, like Sammy said, Miami, the better team. They, no, they, they wanted more. They are the better team. They wanted more. They, they, they look like the Celtics, and, and, I, and me and my homie said this, look like the Celtics said, yeah, we beat the 76ers, so we done. We mailed it in. And it looked like the Lakers said, we beat Golden State. We cool. We mailed it in. Like, y'all ain't giving out one fight to either one of these teams. Like, you ain't even go out there and try to get a flagrant and pinch a motherfucker or something. Like, nothing? Nothing. That's it. You, yeah. like, you, know, you know what I always say? Superstars got to get you a game. I always say that. Superstar got to get you a game. You got to get a game. You ain't supposed to be getting swept. Superstars supposed to get you a game. Now, Jason hey, Tatum had guess. no problem putting up 50 on Philly, right? I'm trying to figure out where that Jason Tatum Did he die that night? Did he die? Yeah. Hey, hey, Dennis, I got a bigger question for you. What? Who looks worse, Boston for getting swept or Philadelphia for losing to a team that got swept? Probably both. It says Smart Brown talking trash now. It don't matter that they're talking trash now. I mean, Memphis was talking trash and they lost to LA. Ain't nobody listen to what you got to say. You're going to say something that don't let us win a game. You're supposed to win a game. What do you mean don't let you win a game? Chocolate Girl, what's your thoughts? I'll let you. What's your thoughts? You mean on on this this discussion right here? Yeah, well, do you think the Celtics will be swept? That was the question. Oh. Yeah, I think they're going to get swept. (laughs) Um. She, and let me, clarify, let, me, let me clarify that. I hope they get swept. How about that? I hope yeah. they get Hey, Ron, she ain't, she ain't hesitated. <laughs> to say, well, man, she ain't you know that. No. Yeah, no need to hit yeah. at all about it. It is what it is. I want them to get swept, and I think they are going to. Um, if they end up winning a game or two, great. Great for them. They're not making it to the finals. Period. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was. She said, "Yeah, well, I think they. I think they're gonna get swept as well. They yeah. in Miami. I think they're gonna get swept as well. Yeah, I. I think Miami finna cl- close it out tonight and rest. They rest the next Thursday. I think it is." Uh, see, somebody said me and Ian were talking about this early before the show. If that if Miami freaked in tonight, uh, that need to move the uh the start up the finals. They need to move it up. They ain't gonna do that. They need to because right. you gonna let you gonna let both teams rest for June. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 just the nature of what happened. What happened? They already scheduled. They already got the that they pay for being good and sweeping. That's the I, you know that is an unpopular take. I'll give you that. Uh, you you definitely are making an unpopular take. Shout out to Patrick for coming in here and trolling. Good job, Patrick. Yeah, Carmelo was not overrated, but you know we can talk about that later. Yeah, but shout out to Patrick for coming in here. And trolling. Chocolate Girl, you ready for your moment? Oh, sure, I can do that. Let me, yeah, let me do that right now. Since we're since we're talking, since we're all talking. You know, um, people, you guys haven't seen me on here consistently lately. Um, and so I have and I haven't had a chocolate girl moment in a long time. And Dennis has really been after me. When you gonna when we gonna Dennis and Ryan, when we gonna get a chocolate girl moment? When we gonna get a chocolate? Well, today is the day. I am so blessed to be a woman 
who enjoys talking about sports. I enjoy watching sports. I'm interested in sports. Been watching and, and talking about and looking at sports since I was a little girl. Um, I understand the rules of the game. I'm not a casual fan. I don't watch sports because I like the color of the uniforms or I like the name of the mascot. I actually get into sports and understand it pretty well. That being said, the amount of vitriol and sexism that I face on a daily basis talking about sports with you men is absolutely ridiculous. It seems like y'all don't have girlfriends, wives, sisters, aunties, grandmothers, mamas, something. You, you, you got something. You, I know you came from a mama. How would you feel if some people were to treat your mama the way you treat me? You and others treat me. It's ridiculous. Anytime I give my opinion or my thoughts or I answer a question in a sports discussion, it's based upon my knowledge of whatever it is we're talking about. I don't have to know exact stats. I don't have to go get a fucking dictionary. I don't have to go pull up who won the Heisman Trophy in 1974 to answer a doggone question. And just because you men have that information doesn't make your knowledge any more than mine. A lot of these people that I talk to in these groups are younger than me, much younger, 20 years younger, 15 years younger, 10... Y'all don't even know sports history. All you know is from what you read on uh, Al Gore's internet. And the internet's not even halfway accurate. But what do I have? I have personal knowledge of the situation. Yes, I, am, I have been blessed to live a long life so far. I've lived through the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the early 2000s, and I'm in the, 20, the 2020s now. So I have all these years, I got 50 years of sports knowledge that I know. 50 years of it. I don't need a damn link. I don't need to go provide you with stats and data to tell you who I feel is the greatest uh, NFL quarterback ever. I don't care. And let me tell y'all something else. When I'm in these groups talking to y'all, Stop asking me stupid questions about stats and data and, and stuff like that. Thinking that I haven't checked the data before I started speaking because I have. And just because I don't have it to rattle off in, like y'all memorize stats doesn't mean I'm not knowledgeable. And it doesn't mean that my takes are just purely uh, some opinion that I pulled out of the air. And the last thing I'm going to say about this subject is, you know how I know it's sexist what you MFers are doing? Because you don't do it to your fellow colleagues. You don't do it to the men. You don't challenge other men to tell, to prove their stance all the time. Every blue moon you might. But every damn time I open my mouth, well, well, where's the, where's the proof to back that up? You don't say that to, to Dennis when he gives his his take, he's in the Thinkers podcast. He thinks differently about a whole lot of stuff. You're not challenging him, but let oh, but let the chocolate girl say the same damn thing. You want to be all up in my grill talking about where's some data. That's a punk bitch move. And I'm here to tell you that. And I'm sick of it. No more Mrs. Nice Girl. I'm tired of this, this shit. I really am. And so I've laid low for a little while. I stopped getting in all these discussions because I wanted to think carefully about what I say. But that's the first thing I wanted to get off my chest. The second thing I'm going to say is this. I am very uh, comfortable with myself and who I am. I am so thankful and blessed to be on a podcast with all these young men. And I get to, I get to uh, talk sports with people and, and all of that. I am just so grateful for that opportunity. It's fun for me to do this every week. I'm on here on Talk Your Is Tuesday. I'm also on Stay Tuned at 10 o'clock after the show a lot of the times. 
Shout out to the Stay Tuned fellas. All of y'all and stay tuned. Love y'all. I'm also on Saturdays on the side, John, John with uh, Dennis Holmes talking about everything. We touch on sp sports, but we talk on other things too. I also get invited on other shows to talk sports and give my opinion and give my knowledge on what I know. Uh, oh, and, and Ryan asked our opinions, knowledge. Did I say it was? Don't ask me stupid questions in the comments today. I'm really not in the mood. But anyway, what my point is, getting back to my point, the one thing that I am is respectful. Any show I go on, I'm being respectful. I'm not going to mistreat people on my show. I don't care how mad they make me. I'm not going to mistreat you on my show. But recently I went on somebody else's show and I was devastatingly mistreated and disrespected right on air. It was ugly. It was ugly. If you know who I'm talking about, ask them if you can see the footage. It is that bad. It's ugly, right? Now, those guys thought I deserved whatever they gave me, and that's fine. I'm a big girl. I got my big girl panties on. I can handle that. But here's what I can't handle. I got an inbox message today from somebody who I thought was my colleague and a good buddy to talk sports with. I won't say friend because we don't go way back. He doesn't know my personal life. I don't really know a lot about him. But every now and then we would have conversations. I got a voice message from him today accusing me of doing something I didn't even do. I mean, this took, him, took me off guard. And I was like listening to it like, what the hell is he talking about? And then I remembered what he was talking about. And what this person did was they saw me on a podcast and they drew a conclusion about me and I didn't even say anything. All I was doing was on the podcast and I was smirking. First he said I was laughing. Then he said I was smirking. So I don't know which one I was doing. I, I don't know which one I was doing, but I do remember that show. So this person who left me the message after they left the message falsely accusing me, then they blocked me. So I couldn't respond. That's what they did. What a punk move that was. You don't do that. So I'm just here to tell you, because you know who you are, and I'm sure you watched the show, that no, I didn't appreciate what you did. Don't appreciate how you did it. And you were dead wrong. Dead, dead wrong. What you saw was not what you think. But instead of giving me the courtesy and the respect to have a conversation with me, you sneak attacked me with a voice message and then blocked me so I couldn't respond. But that's okay. I'm just here to tell you that I don't need to be connected to you on Facebook or any other social media. I got plenty of friends. I have family that loves me. I got a grandson, a son. I got these people here on Talk Your Rich Tuesday. I, I talk to the people and I got the people on Stay Tuned and we're cool. I got people in other groups. I got people in Rise Up I'm cool with. I got Andre. I got Marcus. I got Ramona. I talk to everybody. That's who I am. I'm not picking sides. I'm not joining factions. I'm not doing that. That's who I am and I'm proud to be that way. Anytime anybody wants to have me on a podcast to talk sports, I'm coming if you want me to. I'm coming. I don't care who you are if you don't like it. Ian, I owe you a show. We're going to get it together. I've just been crazy busy on Friday. So yeah. I owe you a show. And I'm, I'm coming on soon. So I'm saying all this because I needed to get this off my chest. And I needed to tell the, the truth about what it is in case whispers and rumors get circulated through the sports world about Chocolate Girl that she can't be trusted. That's some BS. That's some BS. So if you're watching, just wanted to let you know, I heard your message. I saw you blocked me. I don't care. This is the last time I'm talking about it with anybody. And don't try to reach out to me later when you realize your mistake 
and try to send me a friend request again because it will be ignored. Lastly, the last thing I'm going to say is before you react to things, people, I put this on the side, Joan, before you react to things, make sure you have all the facts. Then you can open your mouth and give your opinion. But not giving somebody the chance to even discuss something with you before you take a position, that's not how grown folks handle their, their uh, difficulties or their controversies. Be a grown man, be a grown woman. If you have a problem with the person, go to the person and have a conversation with them. You don't have to tell the world and you don't have to jump to your own conclusions and cut them off thinking that you're right when you're wrong. All you have to do is have a conversation. And with that, Dennis, I am done. I am done. Back to you, dear. There's your chocolate girl moment. <laughs> That's it. And my sister blowing up my phone. I'm sure to tell me, stop saying that. Stop, stop. Don't do that. I'm sure that's what she's going to say, but. She can write something in the comments. Sister Sheila, where you at? You're supposed to be in the comments. Sorry. You can say something. Sorry, Sheila. I had to say what I had to say. Yeah, she can say something in the comments, though. It's something over and done with. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Uh, Ron, we're ready for your questions, Ron. Number one, even though the MVP is a regular season award, does Joel Embiid's performance in his last game take away from his MVP award? Dennis. No. Still got the MVP for the regular season award. He does need to step his game up and be better, though, in the playoffs especially. Tired of him missing playoff games, you want to ask me first. Sharon? I agree with Dennis. No, it doesn't change anything. He he does need to step his game up in the postseason. It's almost like he got the award and he just said, well, that's all I care about. I know that's not how he feels, but that's how yeah. how it seems. And he needs to uh he needs to step his game up. Maybe he needs to hang out with Jimmy Butler in the offseason. He can teach him how to turn that on. Um, as I've I've said many times on this show, Joel L. M. B. has the talent and the skill to be the best player in the world right now. He has it, but he doesn't have the mindset. I think that's the only thing that's keeping him from from reaching his true potential is his own self. Yeah. So to kind of agree with Dennis and Sharon, no, because the MVP is a regular season award, and there's a reason why we have a regular season MVP and a playoff MVP. So Joel Embiid, is he a top five player? Yes, he is. Was he an MVP? Yes, he was. But what he did in the playoffs, I don't really put on the same level as his regular season. Once you get into the playoffs, it's completely different. But no, uh, he deserves MVP. What he did this regular season, phenomenal. To me, he needs to step up in the playoffs. I tired seeing this man crying and all that stuff. I tired seeing this man not going to the third round or the fourth round. I, you a superstar. Act like one. Look, look what Jotic doing over here. That man on a damn mission. And you at home on the couch. Don't make no damn sense. Okay. What's your next Stop. Start, cut, or bench. Start, cut, bench. Who we got? CP3, Kyrie, or Westbrook? Dennis. Oh, that's good. Uh, I'm, I'm going to 
start Westbrook. And I'll bench Kyrie and I'll cut CP3. Ditto, same thing. I start Russ and I'm benching Kyrie. And y'all know I'm cutting CP3. (laughs) I might trade him to get somebody else. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start Russell Westbrook. I'm going to bench Kyrie and then I'll cut CP3. That's right, Ian. To be honest, I want Jalen Brunson more than those three, but that's not the point. Uh, you know, Jalen Brunson next year. You watch I would take Jalen Brunson over Kyrie or Russ. <clears throat> yeah, right now. But watch watch what I tell you, though, Ian. Next year, you're not going to know Jalen Brunson. He gonna be, he's not going to be that good, and people going to be like, what happened? What happened, baby? <laughs> And all right, I'll tell you. Go ahead. I'll be cut CP. Who? The boy would say CP. Who? (laughs) Well, as much as y'all get on me about my CP3 hate, I'm surprised that every all one all three of you said you would cut them. I'm just shocked. And and this why? Because if you're not on the floor, you injured again. In the playoffs, player, time to hang up the shoes. Deuces. Deuces. Well, to be fair, though, Kyrie's also missed plenty of games, too. I mean, when it comes to, like, regular season, postseason. So, Kyrie and CP3 are kind of on the same level there. No, they're not. CP3, this, again, he had not even been in the playoffs. Again. But my point, hey, but what my point is is that Kyrie has been missing games the last five years. Chris Paul's been missing games the last five years. If I have to give any credit to Russell Westbrook, at least he plays. At least Russell Westbrook shows up and plays. Yeah, he do play. My next question. If the WNBA were to expand in four cities, which cities will you want to be in? Want it to be in. Dennis. All right. So we're gonna go Philly. Uh no 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 Philadelphia Charlotte. Yay. Who's another big city? I need another big city. How about Tennessee? Uh, I can't have them all on the same side. That's the problem I'm having. I put another one in California. I don't know if it'll be Golden State or Sacramento. And I need another. I need another West Coast side. Uh, How about Vegas? Vegas got one. They got one. They just won they the World Championship last year. My bad. All right. And Chicago. Right. Chicago got one. They do. They do. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Seattle? No, Seattle got one. They got the Supersonic. I mean, the, the, the girls, the Supersonic girls. Uh, Arizona. No, they got one. They got the Phoenix girls. Texas got one. Give another one to Texas. It's <laughs> Oh, he lost me after Charlotte. But anyway, um, Charlotte? Philadelphia, Cleveland, and I bring it back to Houston. As much as I don't like Texas, I would still bring bring the Houston Comets back. Yeah. And so I think we're all gonna agree on Charlotte. So I would say Charlotte would be the first one. Uh, Cleveland, I would really like to see a team in Cleveland. Me too. Uh, I think Houston, because the Houston Comets, you know, they were around mm-hmm. the 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then I'd bring back Sacramento, because they had Sacramento Monarchs. So I would say Sacramento. Sacktown? I said one in California. I, I would say those, but I think throw up something different. How about Alabama? No. 
I don't think I don't think Alabama what? is big enough for basketball. I'm gonna be honest with you. What, why not? I mean, it, no. I think the only professional team that ever would go to Alabama would maybe be football, and that's kind of a stretch. But I'd say football might be the only one because a professional team in Alabama. Mm. Nope. Start, cut, and bench. Jalen Rose, Richard Jefferson, and Corey Butler. Corey Butler. My bad. Um, I would start Jalen Rose, believe it or not. I would. I would start Jalen. I would bench. I would bench Richard Jefferson and I would cut Karan Butler. And I say that begrudgingly because I love Karan Butler. But yeah, that's what I would do. Mm. Dennis. Yeah, I'm starting Jalen Rose, but I'm I'm bitching Karan Butler and I'm cutting Richard Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. Zar Zar agrees with you, Dennis. So, so I'm going to start Jalen Rose. I'm going to bench Richard Jefferson, and I would cut Karan Butler. Hey, I, got, I, see you, I see you. I got the same thing. That what I was going to say. So, so Dennis, you had the differing opinion. Why would you? Why would you cut Richard Jefferson? I was cutting curious. Richard Jefferson. Uh, he didn't pan out the way he was supposed to be in my eyes. Like he was, he was supposed to be the next Vince Carter. That was his comparison. He's supposed to be the next Vince Carter because they said he'd get up, he could dunk all over the place. You know, him and Jason Kidd together was was a great combination. But it seemed like when Vince Carter got there, he overshined him, and then he just, like, folded. But to his defense, though, Richard Jefferson has something Vince Carter never had. What, a finals appearance? Say it. He won an NBA championship. That's right. That's the only reason why I had him is – yeah. On my bench because he won a chip. And he Man. participated in winning the chip. It wasn't like he was just riding a pine and right. got a ring. So my next question. Do you think JJ Reddit will be taken serious as a NBA coach? Um Ryan, you all right? You froze your Wi-Fi? Ryan. So I'm going to start and say. Wait, wait, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me finish the question. Is this Wi-Fi running up? I guess it did. The question is, do you think J.J. Reddick will be taken seriously as an NBA coach prospect, given the ridiculous excuses he makes for players? Yeah. That's the question. Uh, he I froze, mean, you, you I mean, froze up start, a little bit, Ron. Oh, my bad. That's okay. Then I can start real quick. I, I, All I, right, I got one response. JJ, who? <laughs> JJ, who? <laughs> messed up. <laughs> no, I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take him seriously. No. Why not? <laughs> why not? Why yeah. not? Reason why I would take him seriously is because look, it takes a lot for me to think that you're an idiot. But there's some takes he puts out there that I'm just like, yeah, you're kind of crossing that territory of all right, this is just blasphemy. You gotta make a living on staying on TV. You can't stay on TV being a yes man. You trying to tell you that every now and then you're gonna get a bunch of a holes on TV. Why? Because somebody got to say it. Hmm. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out who's worse, J.J. Reddick or Kendrick Perkins. I'm, I'm, well, uh, listen, when they when they get rid of all the people that y'all say was bad on TV and they don't say nothing, they just start putting people on there that all agree on the same thing, you're going to be like, this show is boring because ain't nobody on there to jump the spark. That's why. Man, if Stuart Scott was still here, I would, ta- I would take him over most people we have now. So. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Jackie girl. 
Um, I agree. No, I, I don't think he'll be taken seriously, but it's not about his stupid takes on TV. It's about how friendly he is, how pro player he is to, I mean, to the extreme, like players can't be blamed for anything. Players don't do any wrong. Players, this players that give him a pass, yada, yada, yada. I, I, no, no owner is going to, at least I'm thinking they're not going to take him seriously. I know I wouldn't. No, I won't. I mean, I can't. I've seen a lot of dumber coaches get jobs. Go ahead, JJ. Go ahead, JJ. I mean, you had Brett Brown as your head coach at one point. But see, that's the reason why I said they shouldn't, but they just might do it. (laughs) I don't don't think – I haven't seen him coaching, so I don't know how he is as a coach compared to an analyst. I've seen people who are analysts they used to be coaches who were terrible animals. And then I've seen them also be better coaches. So it all depends. I don't, I don't know. My next question is the Miami Heat actually a better team than the Boston Celtics? And why or why not? Dennis. No, nah, Miami Heat is not a more talented team than uh Boston Celtics, they just play harder and they want to move. Sure. Um, um, that's a, actually a tough question for me to think about right now because the numbers say that the that the two superstars at Boston are better than the two stars at Miami. But I, I agree with Dennis, they wanted more and they're playing hard. And they have a better coach. And that that means something. Coaching does matter. So, so no, they're not better, but they're playing better right now. Look, Boston was supposed to have one of the best rosters heading into the season. I mean, that was a big argument as to why Boston was a contender. Was because of the fact that Boston had all these great players. You had two up-and-coming guys. He had a solid veteran down low and Al Horford, Marcus Smart's a defensive, you know, great player in Boston. But at the end of the day, it's not about how many great players you have. It's about, you know, momentum, for example. Like in the playoffs, we see how valuable momentum is. And Miami's riding momentum right now. And also the staff, the coaching, that matters a lot in the playoffs. Like we see teams that are well-coached go a lot better than teams that don't have a coach like the Philadelphia 76ers who didn't have a coach for the last few years in Doc Rivers. So, Oh, ouch. I would say my, like Shannon said, we see who wanted more. Miami wanted. Miami got that pit bull mentality. They're like, look, we finna, we finna hit you with a two-piece. And you be down by 30 in the fourth, and you won't be coming back. And TKO. <laughs> Pitbull. I mean, Pitbull right. and, no, they got and, that pit no, and no skirt. Pitbull right. and no skirt. They got that Pitbull mentality. We finna, drop, we finna drop you in the first half. In the second half, we don't finish it. TKO. I agree. My next question. Do you predict Doc Rivers will get another head coaching job next season? And with who? Dennis. Well, you keep asking me all these questions first. You know I'm here. I just want to let you know that. You can ask somebody else. If you didn't have so many Philly directed questions, I guess it wouldn't matter that you always ask me first. Uh, let's get that out of the way. But anyway, Doc Rivers, Doc, Doc Rivers probably won't coach somebody next year, but he'll be back in coaching within the next couple of years. I don't know why. I think he'll get a job before next season starts. And then who? I don't know. I'm here in Phil. I'm here in a Phoenix, but I don't know. That's what I'm hearing. 
but I don't know. Ian. For the sake of the NBA, I hope not. Uh, for the sake of the NBA, I hope nobody gives Doc Rivers another chance. All right? I really hope that he isn't like John Tortorella in the NHL, getting opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. All right? It's boring. Okay? We already know what he can't do in the playoffs, and what that is is get past the second round. So I will say when it comes to Doc Rivers, he had your one championship. Congratulations. Here's a little pat on the back. But for the sake of the NBA, it's time to move on from Doc Rivers and go. Mm. My next question, what does the Charlotte Hornets need to improve their roster to make it to the playoffs next season? In um, What they're going to do is uh, have a second overall pick. And second overall pick, they're going to draft this really good player out of Henderson, Nevada, by the name of Scoot Henderson. Uh, I got to see this guy live. I got to see him play for the G League Ignite. He's a real deal. So if you put Henderson and Ball on the same team, that is going to get you to the playoffs when it comes to Charlotte. Because Scoot Henderson's a real deal. I don't know if that's enough. But Dennis. Scoot is a real deal. Still don't know if that's enough. But Scoot is a real deal, though. Uh, I think they need to also try to see if they can steal a, another another wink guy. To be honest with you, if they can, if they can get that kid out of Eastern Michigan, uh, yeah, is it Eastern Michigan, Eastern Michigan University. Mm-hmm. If they get him, maybe all right. I forgot his name right now. I can't think of his name right now. But he oh, was playing with Memphis. He was playing with Memphis. He got kicked. Something happened with him in Memphis. Don't quote me on what it was. Like a Maureen Bates or something? Like Bates or something? Yeah, Monty Bates. That's what it is. Monty Bates. Bates. I just feel like he's going to be all right. Um, Oh, I agree. I agree with Ian that they're going to get that number two pick. I think that's – they need to get – what's his name? Scoot Uh, Scoot Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson? Yes. He can play. Dude can ball. So, yeah, him – with him and and, – um, mellow, I think that would be a good tandem. But they need they need presence in the middle, and they need a wing player. They need both, but they also need somebody who can defend and defend like lockdown lock defend. They need a great defender, and I don't know who that is, but maybe trade for Marcus three. Smart, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure Boston's probably going to try to move him. And uh, they do need somebody like Marcus Smart, but I like them to be able to shoot a little bit better. Than what? They can, they can go get my boy Dylan Brooks. They'd be all right. I'd be so mad. I don't want him. I don't want him. Hey, why don't they call it Philly and get Tyrese Maxey? No, I'd rather have Tyrese because I don't want Dylan Brooks bringing his toxicity. I don't want him to bring his toxicity to Charlotte. No. He can stay oh, the oh, Okay. You said they get Dylan right. Brooks. They go to the playoffs. You wow. said they need a big man, right? They need a big presence in the middle. Okay, what what is that? Y'all get my boy from uh, Ligwood, please, Adam. Oh, Stephen Adams. Yep. He getting a little yeah, long in the tooth, but he can still ball though. No, I no, think they might get. They might get. They might get uh, Julius Randle. Let's try and do Julius Randle for some I mean, Julius Randle's on trade block. Why not? Uh, yeah, I don't know why, but I, I don't know. I'm not sure if he would be the missing piece, though. I've been not even wasting my time with that dude. Yeah, I don't think he's the answer. You know what? Take Mitchell Robinson, too. Because Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, you know, take him. I could take uh, Mitchell. I'm not taking Julius for, for Charlotte. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. My next question, will the NIL in college cause players to slow down the clear for the NBA draft? And I'm saying no because these NIL deals, they pay a good amount, but they don't pay anywhere near what a first-round pick is going to get, especially if you're a top-10 pick in the NBA draft. 
Mm. What do you think about these rookie deals? These guys are going to get what six, seven, eight million dollars if you're a top five pick in the NBA draft. I mean, you look at these rookie contracts when it comes to the NBA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've looked at it as the NIL deals. They're nice, no doubt. But I think these NBA contracts and the appeal being a top 10 pick, being a lottery pick and all the money that comes with it. No, if you're, if you're going to be a lottery pick, if your agent or if somebody around you says, Hey, you're going to be a guaranteed lottery pick next year. Yeah. You're going to declare no matter what. Dennis. I, I don't think nobody's staying back on NIL for the basketball, for football. That's a different conversation, but for basketball, Um, I disagree. Why? And here's why. I agree with Ian about lottery picks, but how many players are going to be lottery picks? There's not that many spaces. Out of all the hundreds of players out there, there's only a few. So unless you are, I'm going to say the opposite. Unless you are a lottery pick, you are going to be more enticed to stay in college a little longer and work on your game while you're getting NIL money. They would be less inclined to do that if they were getting no money. Yeah. And a lot what you're going to find, this is this my take on it. What you're going to find is you're going to see more of them opting to stay in college because they want um, to improve their skills so they can become a lottery pick if they're if they're not already. That's what I think. And they're not going to be in such a rush. They're getting millions. They can get millions of dollars. Some of them. Some of them can. Not all, but some. Now, let me ask you this: Do you think any of them, like, they would be legit when they get to the NBA in college right now? Like, you give me one person. You you just look at that person. And, You'd be like, oh, he got that. You mean somebody who's not a lottery p- to pick, but he yeah. probably make it? Well, yeah. there's a guy at Michigan State. He's a forward, and I can't think of his name. And I can see the skill in him. He does need about another year or two. I, I can but, see him staying and getting his NIL. He gets small NIL deals from local places and so forth. But I can see him staying in, in school for a second, for his yeah. third year, he—I think he's a sophomore this this coming season, and um, yeah, I could see him doing that. Mm. Okay. My last question is: Magic Johnson still the greatest point guard of all time? Dennis. Hey, I'm here. But, you know, just in case you miss me, teacher. Again, call me first. I'm here. No, I'm I'm going to keep going. You stop calling no, me first. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard of all time. I mean, I mean, let's just call it what it is. Magic Johnson's a top five player of all time. I mean, when it comes to Magic Johnson, look, Steph Curry, he's doing <laughs> great. He's probably a number two at this point when it comes to NBA history. But Magic Johnson should be undisputed. He is the greatest point guard of all time. Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard of all time. (laughs) To quote Ian, he is. He has been and he always will be until he's not. And I don't feel that it's fair for people to be placing Steph over him Already, he's still playing. We don't know how his career is going to turn out. And you can't tell me that the back end of your career doesn't, may not affect you. It can affect you in some circumstances. So I, I want to wait and see. But in this, in this question, the greatest point guard of all time, that's not changed. That's Magic Johnson. Period. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> you do, Dennis? I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Matter of fact, if you gave me you gave me five Magic Johnson, I'll be cool. As a starting five, I'll be cool. 
Because he can play all five positions well. So I agree with that. Back to you, Dennis. Yeah, yeah. So uh all I want to know is just give me your top mellow moments. Just give me your top mellow moments. That's all I was asking. Top mellow moments. Top I mellow got, moments. It was 2009. Um Carmelo was playing Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. in the playoffs. And he was going to fuck off. He he was going to fuck off, and Dallas Mavericks were like, what the fuck got into this man? That I never seen Carmelo just dominate on both ends of the court. And put some respect on Carmelo's name, because everybody said that man don't play defense. Well, you need to go look at that Carmelo, Anthony. He played defense. Yeah, Patrick. I know he definitely played defense when he played Kobe because him and Kobe had some matchups. <laughs> Battle. Yeah, Come on now. So he was Jimmy Butler before Jimmy Butler. Buckets. Yeah. First started watching the NBA. It's when he was last year in Denver. They went to the Knicks, was face of the franchise for a couple of years. Became a strong supporting role player when it came to uh, Houston, Oklahoma City, uh, L.A. You know, I mean, with Carmelo, I'm always going to remember him for his Olympic career, to be honest. All the gold medals he got in the Olympics, that's something that no one could take away from Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chocolate Girl. Um, uh, to be honest with you, one of the, one of my favorite moments is after the debacle in Houston and he went to Portland and that season he was like hoodie mellow, you know, and everybody was, you know, everybody had written him off except for maybe me and one other person I know. And I told people He's not done. They lied on him in Houston. Nah, they didn't know he didn't. No, they were lying on him in Houston. The whole reason why he went to Houston is because Mike D'Antoni wanted payback. That's the whole reason why he said, oh, yeah, come. He lied to Mello. Come to Houston. I'll take care of you. No. And then um, he he's the one that leaked all that mess on Mello, making it sound like, he didn't want to come off the bench ever and he didn't want reduced minutes and he was being a diva and all that. It wasn't quite that way. But anyway, he proved everybody wrong when he went to Portland and he had that great season and actually helped them make the playoffs. I think, did they make the playoffs? Did they miss it? They might've missed it. I don't know. I think they made the play in that year. Yeah. They made it and they did not do so well. Yeah. But he at least got him there. So that was a great moment for me. All the rest of the battles when he played on um, New York and just bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket. But his supporting cast wasn't good enough well, around him to for them to go anywhere. Um, and I hate that he went for the bag instead of going to Miami because he'd be at least a two-time champion right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's is um that Easter game was special against uh the, against the Bulls. I think another one of my favorites was probably him and him and Kobe that battle they had. And I think the last one his Syracuse run was crazy. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, yo, he won he won the national championship as a freshman. I was like, damn, I just couldn't believe it. But I always got love for Melo. Uh Melo was the man. His defense wasn't quite up there as Ron was saying with uh Jimmy Butler, but he got buckets, so he did no. buckets. 
Go back and check 2009 that year. I, I checked, but I know. I know, I know but he played 19. Good. You can't go by one year over 19. Hey, hey. Yeah. That, he did good in that year, so I like he played defense. <laughs> he did something. Shit. <laughs> That's how the man don't play nothing on defense. I hear you, Ron. Uh, any final words, Joe? Thank you to the fans and thank you to the chocolate girl for helping me out this weekend with your questions. Oh, that's nice. That is beautiful. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe and turn on notification oh, bell to not miss any episode of Talk Your Ish. And go Knights go. Vegas Golden Knights up three to nothing right now against the Dallas Stars. Don't let me go get my Dallas Stars jersey. Out. <laughs> I think, I think you posted that. I think you posted that the other day. I did see you post that. My jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my final my final thoughts are um look, fellas, I, I love talking sports with y'all. I love being on Talk Yours Tuesday. Miss we miss you, King Czar. We miss you. We miss your uh your hot takes and looking over your head at the jerseys hanging on the wall behind you. We missed that. But um, my final word is I'm not upset anymore. I'm not an angry black woman on here. I just had to get that stuff off my chest because it was bothering me. But I love talking sports anytime, any place about any subject. I like most sports except for NASCAR and fighting sports. I don't I don't watch car driving sports and I don't like boxing, MMA or any of the other fighting bloody stuff i just don't like it it's not sports to me it's just an excuse to beat somebody up that's just how i look at it but anything else we could talk about i have two announcements um myself along with someone else is going to start an afc north podcast the one that we used to do with um bj is no more so and he didn't have time to do it so i need I'm looking for a Ravens fan and a Cleveland Browns fan that would like to be on the podcast talking AFC North NFL football starting in the fall. Just let me know. And also uh, like and follow the All Things WNBA page and support the WNBA. Our followers on that page has grown like quadrupled in the past four months. It's really been something. So if you want to know anything that's going, any, any and everything going on with the WNBA, um, send a request to join all things WNBA. It is a private group. If you don't answer the uh, admin questions, you won't get in because I'm an admin and I'm not letting you in. <laughs> so answer the questions. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Oh, but, catch us on Saturday on the side, John. Me and Dennis Holmes. But thank you to, to the fans. Like and share the show. Yes.